ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to... We're, we're not sure uh, exactly what this is. We had a little conversation before we started, uh, before we hit the record button about um, a potential TV purpose-built podcast, so we can kind of... Uh, do you even... Can you call it TV anymore? Like, is Netflix TV? Well, that's, that, I was just starting to think about that, and I was like... Or is it just serialized storytelling? Because it was like, I was thinking, well, me, I was trying to think of a name, and it kind of just started wandering down the line, and I was thinking TV, 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 and I was like, well, is Netflix really TV, or, you know? And then and you're, like, you're in a K-hole. Yeah, no, so <laughs> really, um, yeah, so... If you're listening to this, um, you know what we've ended up deciding to do. So welcome to that. <laughs> so my name is Erica. Uh, across from me as always is Bob. You. And we, well, Bob just finished. I watched very late last night because that's just kind of tradition with this I show. I came downstairs to feed her in the middle of the night and I saw that you had watched all of it. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. Well, they're 26 like minutes long, whatever. You know, it's like, just let it go. Yeah. Um, uh, we watched the final half season of BoJack Horseman, and we'd been talking for a while now about doing either just a big conversation about the show or starting up something where we're watching episode by episode. Though with BoJack, we always end up uh, mm-hmm. binging the episodes in one sitting. Uh, at least we used to before. Well, no, we did it again. I did it again last night. <laughs> You know, easy to sleep on me, but it 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 was a you know a, a shorter season. Well, a shorter half season. Shorter half season. So only eight episodes instead of the full twelve. Um, would they go twelve or would they go ten? No, I'm pretty sure they went twelve. Do they go twelve? Yeah. Okay. And so then the full of season six was sixteen episodes, but. Um. So we'll just dive right in. Um. I wouldn't listen if you haven't seen BoJack. Uh, you probably didn't click on this if, you, if you're if you not interested in the show. If you're uh, listening and like, should I watch this? A resounding yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's easily one of the best things that I've watched in the last couple years. Yeah. And I would argue it's in the team photo for, you know, best serialized show of, of all time. Yeah, it's... It, it fits this, you know, because you start when you start talking about the the best of prestige TV over the, particularly over the last twenty years, you know, names like The Sopranos, Breaking Bad, uh, you know. Speaking of Breaking Bad, though, I was very surprised that Sheila would, uh, uh, Sheila, our buddy from uh, uh, Oof, I wrote that fame, just finished ah, Breaking yeah. Bad. And yeah, she was like, "This is one of the best shows of all time." And I was yeah. surprised that she she thought that. Well, you you start thinking about the sh- shows that fall into that category, and you know they're they generally they're you know high level drama, um, and definitely not animated. Definitely not animated, and definitely um, very sparsely humorous. Um, uh, I would yeah the. I mean, The Sopranos was... It has funny moments. But it's not a comedy. Right. This is... This is like... This is a comedy... It's a straight-up comedy drama. Right. And it's weird for something that... That is this far to the comedy side. 
Well, they walks that line so well. To, to hit, to be that, this good. But I also think that in the subject matter they're dealing with, you do use humor a lot to deflect and cope. Right. So it works. Mm-hmm. So, oh, one thing I would say going into BoJack, those first six episodes of the first season, you really do think like you're just coming in and it's going to be a typical Adult Swim level like, like what? okay, this isn't anything special. But there's a turn in season one, and I want to say the episode is called The Telescope, where it's like, oh, oh shit. This is dark as fuck. Oh, we're doing this now. Oh, okay. And then we kind of sprint off from there. Yeah. And then the second to last episode of that season is also like, holy fucking shit. But, yeah. and it kind of establishes, okay, this is this is what this is going forward. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so massive spoilers. If you haven't watched the show, we are discussing the, the season finale and all that. Mm-hmm. Or series finale. Excuse me. I know, Izzy, I'm sad it's gone too. Uh, but, you know, if, if before we jump into it, if if you are about to turn us off so that you can go watch it, which you should, um, I, I think I would say that, um, you know, it is a very uh, emotional series. It's very heavy. And, and it deals with uh, uh, depression and addiction. And yeah. if you're not in a good spot, I would not watch the show. There, I do know of at least one person who stopped watching it because it just was too much yeah. for them. And it is, it can be a hard sit at times. And it's a very, I, I would say, accurate depiction. So it's it, it, it can hit very close to home. And mm-hmm. like I said, if you're not, just take a break. Don't watch it. Get up and walk away. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um. Which is, and we were talking about this um, the other day a little bit, because um, you know, on one hand, I was thinking, man, if I was, if I had been holding out on this and you know just waiting to hear if people thought I should watch it, you know, I'd have this huge, this large catalog of show that I could just sit down and binge, and you know, that'd be great. But I think one of the one of the things that is so great about this show is the you need the break you definitely between do. the seasons and to not just uh, that emotional break but also time time to actually process what they're dealing with and there are numerous points throughout the show where people have an extended break from bojack um right you there's know. lots of those periods actually yeah. there's lots of time that passes not only during the seasons sometimes, mm-hmm. but between the seasons as well. Right. And a lot of times the first episode back, they'll cover what happened, but they do... this. The series takes place over a very large swath of time. Yeah, I would be curious to know um, about how much time it is. I mean, I'm going to go back and probably... I mean, this is a show that we. I think you can go back and rewatch... Mm-hmm. I, I'm never going to rewatch. Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe when I first saw it, I was like, I can never watch Free Churro again. That hit a little bit too close to home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I spent like the latter half of that episode weeping on our couch. But um, yeah, I think it's uh, uh, it's definitely rewatchable. And I would be curious to see just how much. Because it's got to be. 
I'm actually thinking, so in one of the final episodes here, uh, Princess Carolyn says something to Bojack of, you know, I've known you for 25 years. I, I bet you somewhere in season one. Um, yeah, maybe they say. I've known you for X I've been your year. agent for however long. Right. Um, because I would wager that we are, the lifespan of the show edges close to a decade. That's what I was going to say. Like, Seven years, ten years, something like that. Because a yeah. lot of time does go by. Yeah. So, uh, again, massive spoilers. And we'll, yeah. again, go watch the show. But not if you're not in a good headspace. <laughs> and now, spoiler discussion. Bob, you were, and I think a lot of people were, especially watching the way this, this final season kind of mm-hmm. uh, was shaping up, convinced that Bojack was going to kill himself. I was. And, and I think you can make the argument he made every effort to. It just happened not to take this time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Um, it, so if you did ignore our warnings. Yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 where, that's, we're at. that's where we're at. So uh, No, yeah. I. You're going through it and I, you know, it's just. Because every season, every season of the show has been how much lower can it go, and yes, but there what was it season four or five end where he's on the phone with Hollyhock, mm-hmm. and it does end in kind of a hopeful right, like note, um, and I think that's the only season that. Well, I guess you could argue that season one kind of does. Well, not even necessarily the end of the season, but you know through each, and then with. You know, after the the uh, you know what went down in New Mexico, you know that was always looming there as to come back to haunt him. And with this show, they were never gonna just let that go, which they shouldn't have because something like that happens. Right. Yeah, it's it. it you can't. It's a big matzo ball to leave hanging out there. Mm-hmm. Well, and so and that, I think that was where I was you know, really curious of where things would end up because, you know, as as Princess Carolyn says, you know, when they have that moment after um, they do all their scenes, um, you know, and he's just telling them everything they've done, Princess Carolyn's like, oh, it's all shitty, but it didn't necessarily do too much on that's actually illegal. Well, but I like that they kind of touch on that because it's like, it might not have been illegal, but it's still so fucking wrong. So the, so where I was curious, so this is part of why I was fairly convinced he was going to kill himself um, was, you know, he, he will not really face, seri- you know, a long-term permanent consequence that's legal. It will all be emotional, which is thematic with this show. Well, right, and you're in Holly, Holly, well, it's Holly Woob by the end, um, where, and as we're seeing in the greater shit house world we live in, uh, famous people don't face a lot of consequences. Right, you could just float around and do whatever the fuck you want, and. 
either the public is is it gets papered over and people for very short memories and they forget or you're famous so it's fine Mm -hmm. so i i thought it was an interesting uh, way that they went though because i did think that it would almost be letting him off too easy yeah and it's like no you do have to face and not to say that he hasn't He's had consequences to his actions, but never anything that outwardly would appear to be, like, punishment. Right. If that makes any sense. Um, So him going to, to spending 14 months in jail is like, oh, okay. That was, like, the last thing I thought that they would do. But an interesting way of taking it. But that's not really his punishment, is it? I mean, his punishment... Is really that's that his outward punishment is what I'm saying. Oh yeah, yeah. but well, to me, it's his outward punishment, and then he's kind well, of lost everybody, right? Especially Diane. Yeah, and yeah. everyone just saying, "We're just done with this bullshit." Right. Well, and they've moved on with their lives. Mm-hmm. I think it's the biggest thing, right? I mean, Princess Carolyn isn't waiting around anymore. She's. You know, getting married to Judah. I was glad they did that. That was pretty rad. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and even when he's like, okay, you know, if I do get out and I do choose to work, yeah, I'm going to need representation. And she's like, I'll recommend somebody for you. Because she's done. She's just not going to deal with it anymore. Yeah. Um, him and Todd have been, you know, drifting apart since since season one. And Todd's kind of been doing his own, his own jam. And it's just... He, can't deal with it anymore um which you can kind of see because of like shit with his his mom that he kind of had mm-hmm. and uh, uh mr peanut butter's mr peanut butter you know but he's he's never gonna be like the tight friend he's kind of like the perif like acquaintance almost mm-hmm. um and then yeah diane having moved on and not chose to be happy but kind of chose to to work on herself and be like... Chose not to just accept misery. Right. Let me go on the antidepressants. And, you know, maybe they don't make me feel the way that I'm used to feeling. Because uh, I thought that was a really well done episode. Mm-hmm. Where she's just like, no, my 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 trauma has to have meant something. And I need to go off the, the my pills and be miserable in order to access that for this all to have worth. Yeah, and for her to move past that and just be like, you know what? Well, and there's there's a lot in this season, particularly in the second half of this season, that deals with what the fuck is worth. Yeah. What right? What well, does, that's that whole what's worth anything. That's that whole penultimate episode. Right. It's just like you know, they're they have this discussion where it's. Um, Okay, yeah, what did you do? But what what do you think you're going to leave a legacy? Like, no one cares. doesn't matter. No. And there's nothing... I, I think one of the most poignant parts is when uh, it's... Because Bojack is, is having... It's like the firings of your brain as you're dying. Yeah. This is the second to last episode. And um, he's standing at this doorway, and it's uh, Herb Kazaz, voiced by the brilliant Stanley Tucci. Like, I can't speak enough to the voice acting in this show. Yeah. Everyone is amazing. Will Arnett should get all of the awards. Same thing with Allison Brie. It's just outstanding top to bottom. 
Mm-hmm. So that that needs to be said uh, right out there. So it's it's Herb and it's Bojack and they're standing at this doorway that just goes off into the unknown. And Bojack is finally kind of like accepted, like okay, it's fine, it is what it is. And uh, Herb's going through and he says, "All right, I'll see you on the other side." And Herb's like, "There's there is no other side, man. It's just it's this. This is it." Yeah. You know, do good, like try and have a good life here, because it's not. There's there's nothing after. Yeah. So. But and it was interesting because you know and as they're going around the table and you have the different personalities and um you know you have Herb sitting there. Oh, and around the table is is everybody he's known that right. has died. And um, you know, you have known um, in some way because he didn't really know his uh his uncle. Right. And, you know, you have Herb who's like, well, you know, the, I, I enjoyed doing all the charity work I did. And, you know, that was great. That was what made me happy. But then they, like, kind of called him out by, like, what did they say? Oh, the uh, the other guy? Um, well, if you, if you do something because... Do something make- good, like, for the good of people, only because it makes you happy... It negates it or something, right? Because you're ultimately doing it for yourself. Which is kind of a bullshit argument. I, I mean, th- I, I mean, like it's you're you're doing good, and when you do good, it makes you feel good. Well, I'm sure there are some people who, when they do good, it makes them feel shitty. But <laughs> but, but those then are, are they, shitty people. Well, right. But are they doing good because they want to be doing, or are they being forced to do good? I mean, there's it's different. I mean, there's in the, that's a it's a shitty way of looking at it. It's a really, you know, it's a it's a it's a difficult concept to wrap your head around, um, because you know, her yeah, it made him feel good, but if you know he that's what he wants to do. I mean, it a lot of it is. You should stop worrying about what the fuck other people want you to do. And yes. And that was when he was talking to his dad slash secretariat, uh, which was fantastic. Um, you know, he's like, just stop worrying. Just I, I wouldn't care. Right. Because at the end, you know, at the end, it's the end. Right. And um you know, you had the the guy at the table who was uh, the understudy or whatever from that one episode, and he killed himself. Oh, he was the uh, uh, he, he was, was a co-star. Uh, co-star, that's right. Corduroy. Co- that's right. Um, and you know, he's like, well, you know, I did it all. You know, it's all for God, and I give myself to God. And, and you know, he just, well, what happened to him? He killed himself because he's miserable. Right. Um. So. Well, I mean, he had a. Autoerotic asphyxiation accident, but but why? Well, right though you could why yeah. why why did he have that? Because he's he's doing that in isolation because he can't be comfortable, you know, sharing that with someone else right, right. and his sexuality. So you know, it's it's a it's a really it was it's one of those episodes. It kind of leans towards um, a point, but it also is like. Not nece- this is not necessarily the answer, but this is kind of the way we think. Right, because um, there really is no answer. No. Because you don't know. We don't fucking know. Yeah. I mean, because you got, in, in, you know, in that room, you got someone like, um, 
Bojack's mom, Beatrix, who's just a monster. Um, and But we know, and this is why the show is great, we know why she's a monster. Yes. And it doesn't forgive her for what she went through to make her a monster. But you know. But you know why. Yeah. So it's like, okay, she's not just a monster for the sake of being a monster. I know why she's a monster. Because, holy shit, all that stuff. Right. <laughs> that, and it's just this vicious cycle that mm-hmm. you see. That it's like, it's so hard to pull yourself out of. Yeah. I, I would say the show, and what I really appreciate about the show is that, it, and I never was going to do this because it's not a happy ending. It's no, like it is it's not. It's just happy it's an ending. Like it's you just don't get to watch this story anymore. Their lives kind of go on. It's the story of uh, uh, you know Bojack and Diane meeting and they're kind of crossing paths over the course of a decade, and then like they the conversation they have at the end of the finale is basically they're never going to talk to each other again. Yeah, at least that's the it's yeah it's the what's kind of implied. Well, you know, in in the end, it. It's really the story is less about Bojack's damage, which, while very interesting, and it's more, you know, the the story is kind of saying, "Listen, this guy's so fucked up. There's nothing you can do." And um, besides stepping away, you know, and it comes down to enablement. And well, and that's a thing that you don't see very often in media. The yeah. story is always, for, like, to the majority of the time, the story is always like forgiveness and redemption. Yeah. And the show kind of spit and spits in the face of that and is like, that's not realistic. But it's also, you know, and it, with Diane at the end, it's like, I'm not mad at you anymore, but I'm not. I'm just, I'm done. I'm done. Right. And, you know, I. And I think well, we should say it's because when he had his his bender that almost killed him, he called her at some point and left a voicemail. Yeah, and she still has that voicemail, which is, is a little fucked up in its own right. Yeah, um, and we we don't really find out what was on it, but it was just kind of she she kind of that was when she was done. Yeah, She's like I can't do I cannot do this anymore. Yeah, and it. You know, it's, and I have um, some experience in this world of addiction. And while I was not an addict, I'm not an addict. um, I know someone who was or is and experienced a lot of the stuff that BoJack does. So we said this wasn't a happy feel good episode, guys. So, <laughs> so and well, and we both like have dealt with depression and shit. And yeah. It's just anxiety and all that crap too. So it it hits the show. It does hit yeah. very close to home. But I think it's it's one of those things where like I think addiction in general outside in in media is they're generally too afraid to go there because of how dark it is. Right. And, you know, that, that part where friends just walk away, that happens. Yep. You know, people in, and there's this kind of this, um, this sentiment in society, oh, you got to stick by your friends, you got to stick by your family. But at the end, but if. If you are pushed to a point where it's just, there is nothing that you can say or do to help someone 
and it's sad and it sucks but it is just you do have to think of yourself too yeah and it that is kind of in society even though we are a very selfish society it it, it that's frowned upon because you don't see that often in media no or really ever in media yeah and that's what you need to do you need to step away and just cut people off right um and that's really hard to do and that's that is the end message of this show right um you know it you can tell like todd will see him sometimes Oh yeah, like Princess the, Carolyn will see him. Yeah, yeah, at like stuff for sure. But, but no, Diane's in Houston. Diane's done. Diane's done. She's not answering the phones anymore. Hollyhock changed her number. Yep. Hollyhock is done. Yep. Um, which you can hardly blame her for. Mm-hmm. You know. So it was the end of the the half season, right? Where she found out about that. She was at the party with right. one of the boys that was at. When shit went down in New Mexico, right? Right. So. Well, and I also appreciated that they, they referenced... He said that, he, that... I don't remember the character's name, but he went through a lot of shit, like having to deal with what happened that night. And mm-hmm. then you see... What was... um Olivia Wilde is the voice actress. What was the daughter's name? Oh. Penny? Penny. Was it Penny? Yeah. Like, they make mention that she just got over her panic attacks and, like, all the stuff starts coming up again. What I really, really appreciate about the show more than anything is that, because with a lot of these, the prestige dramas that focus on a damaged man, mm-hmm. you don't folk get any focus on the people whose lives they destroy mm-hmm. as they plow through life. Yeah. And Bojack really would, Bojack Horseman, the show, would take those moments to be like, no, no, no. This is how this has affected these people and really fucked up their lives. Yeah. You had uh, the actress that was voiced by, it was Stephanie Beatrix, right? Yeah. From um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Gina. Yeah. Yeah. Who's like traumatized from what happened when they were uh, on Filbert together. Right. You had Penny who dealt with that shit and you really see like, no, she dealt with some stuff. Those other kids dealt with some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And they called it out in this half season where it's like, you, okay, Sarah Lynn. I mean, all that Sarah Lynn shit, it's, you start to see a pattern here. And Well, that was, that was what was so amazing about that episode this season was... The interview where they sit down? The, yeah, and the, the, the two interviews. Yeah. Um, because the first one went well. The first one went really well. And it's like you got, you got out and it seemed pretty good. And, but you were like, well, that, that went well, so we got to go Vanity. back in. Um. But what it would our society more often than not almost always goes with just that first interview, right? And people feel for the oh, it's addiction. He he went through this and he's trying to change. Um, but you know there are there certainly are good people who suffer with addiction. There are also shitty people. And there's also assholes who right. suffer with addiction, and that can be difficult to delineate necessarily but you know everything you can't just give a and this comes back down to if if we go back to the end of the episode or the end of the season you know this is why you have to cut people off 
this is why you have to tell them no and stop enabling them um, because it, you don't know if this is a good person or a shitty person necessarily. Well, and I mean, once you see it all laid bare, he even says it like during the interview. He's like, I'm not a bad guy. And it's like, no, you actually really are. Yeah. You are. And it's you had a abusive childhood. So, I mean, we can kind of understand why you're a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But you're just you're, you're just a shitty person. Right. And even when like they're sitting and they're going through uh, when it's. Diane, Princess Carolyn, and, and Bojack and Todd, and they're going through everything. You can see Diane is, like, on the cusp of being done then. Yeah. And then she watches those interviews, and she's still having those, like, oh... Because she does have... I don't know if she ever necessarily had feelings for Bojack, but she does... I'll say she does did love him. Maybe mm-hmm. not romantically, but they did love... She did have love for him. But then you see through this this... This season, that she's just kind of like, yeah, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Especially when you see it all laid bare. And it's just, especially the Sarah Lynn stuff, where it's just... Because what was it? Uh, like, we had all originally thought, I think it was said that when you see her become unresponsive, I think it's at the end of season three in the planetarium. Yeah, it sounds right. That that's when she died. But we find out she died later at the hospital. Mojack actually left for something like 20 minutes or something. So he could come back and be like, oh, I found her. Call the cops. Give himself, you know, plausible deniability. Like, oh, I wasn't there. Well, I wasn't the cause of this. Right. When it's like, no, you actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the direct cause, but you were certainly a cause. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't keep justifying yourself against these lies that you tell yourself, right? It's mm-hmm. like, no, you're actually a terrible person. Yeah. And I, I appreciated, too, that the show was like, okay, you know, you got clean. You've been clean for a year. You're, you're working on yourself. You're trying to do better. That doesn't negate all of the terrible shit that you did in the past. Right. You know, it's like... It's like being terrible to somebody and then going, oh, man, you know, I'm sorry. Let's, let's like, move past this. It's like, no. I can't move past all of that. Where, where are the, 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 that doesn't make up for the years of bullshit that you pulled. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, great. Good for you. That's, that's not how emotions work. Mm-hmm. You know? And I appreciate that the show really shone a light on that. Yeah. It's, you know, you, you go into, I think one of the most, I think one of the best parts of this final episode, it's a really tiny part, but it tells you exactly what you need to know about Bojack and where he is. Because there's so many parts throughout this series where you think, well, maybe Bojack, he's turning around, you know. Um, Well, and it's also because you're trained as a television viewer, as someone who exists in the world and consumes media. Oh, that's the way this story goes. Right. He's finally turning everything around. And here comes redemption. 
and it, it's it's a kind of a tiny moment that you could almost easily forget or miss where Princess Carolyn she tells him oh uh, horny unicorns actually doing well and he lights up for a minute and yep. that's everything you need to know it's like no you haven't changed you're no. not changing right no you get sucked right back into it yeah and then he starts going and you can see her she's kind of like begging off yeah she's like i didn't i shouldn't have. i think she says i shouldn't have even brought it up like yeah because yeah well that's where he's always gotten his validation from right being a star that's all that really matters Mm-hmm. you know and and we know why that is because we saw how neglected he was when he was a kid and this mm-hmm. was really the only sort of validation he ever got so you can understand it but it doesn't make it okay right and that's that's what i appreciated really about bojack horseman mm-hmm. was it's like no yeah there's there's reasonings and there's here's the why but the why doesn't excuse the now And you know, so we you we end this with the the conversation on the roof, um, and we know that as we began, as we began, right? They had a the first season ends with them having a rooftop conversation, and I think they they chat on the roof in the first episode too, don't they? I believe so. Yeah. Um, and we know Bojack's going to go back to prison for a few more months. Um. But it's what what I appreciate is, you know, we know Bojack's story continues, but we're done with it. You're walking away as well, right? As if you're also, as a viewer, I think, and this is another. It's another tricky thing because you see shows like The Sopranos or Breaking Bad, and the people who consume those shows who I think you could argue watch them wrong, where they're rooting for your Tony Sopranos yeah. and your, your Walter Whites. Though they do make an, a, a concerted effort in the last season of Breaking Bad to be like, why are you still rooting for this guy? Right. <laughs> right. Like, uh, c- can we watch Ozymandias again together? Because... You're not supposed. This is. You're not supposed to be on this guy's side. No. You're not supposed to be on Walter White's side. No. Um. Where uh, uh, and and like I said, you have people watching it wrong and they're cheering for these people and it's it's with the way. Well, Breaking Bad. Uh, spoilers for the Sopranos and Breaking Bad. Um. And it's a little more ambiguous with the Sopranos, uh, uh, but I think it's one reading you can have of it that Tony Soprano gets whacked at the end, and we know definitively that Walter White died at the end of of Breaking Bad, and it's a lot more final. But with this, no, Bojack keeps living his life, but we're just done with it. Yeah. And you, like you mentioned, you can look at that as... You know, we're you're a horrible person. We're done with you. Mm-hmm. We don't care what you do anymore. So, because you know, it's it's not funny. It's not anything. Because if you go back, um, throughout the the course of the show, like and you know anything he's done that you know you laughed at or 
you're like, oh, Bojack, whatever, you know, as you, as you come into this season, particularly with the interview and you sum it up and you just look at it all and you're like, none of this was funny. Nope. Um, none of this was harmless. I'm reminded of, and this is on such a smaller scale, but there's an episode of The Office where uh, um, they're doing conflict resolution and um, they find that Dwight has been making complaints about Jim excessively for the last however many years that they've been working together. So they're sitting in a conference room and Toby's just rattling off the complaints that, that Dwight has had and Jim is in cutaways explaining them to the camera and he's slowly deflating and he's just like, you know, when you hear them all listed one right after another, it's really not that funny. Right. I don't mind me of that. Again, on a much smaller scale. But it, it's just kind of cringy behavior. It's not funny. Right. You know? So, but even in like the moment, I think some of the stuff... Like the little stuff you laugh at, but it is, it's laying it all out there like they did in the interview. Where mm-hmm. it's like you see all the stuff individually, but you start to look at it together and it's a pattern of behavior. Yeah. Right? So even, what, what were some of the things that said on the on the thing? And I appreciate that Todd put his stuff up on there. Did you notice that? Like the stuff that Bojack did to him, like sabotage his rock opera, like. Oh, I didn't see that. He did. He put up the shit that Bojack, because they didn't have that on there. Because Bojack was always very good about, like, he, he very much, like, wants to be the hero of his own story. So he'll omit certain stuff. Yeah. To be like, oh, I'm not a shitbag. I, I am a good person. Because he needs to maintain the the delusion. Yeah. For himself. Mm-hmm. Oh, but he is. Oh, he's a shitty, shitty, shitty person. Well, I also think, like... If you had done this as a live action show, or even an animated show with everybody just being people, that you may have had, and I, I don't, I don't know what the general sort of consensus is on on Bojack the character. If people do sort of get behind him and root for him, mm-hmm. but I think having him animated as a horse and not as a person makes it a little easier to take a step back and be like, "Wow, you're a shitbag." Because mm-hmm. when you're looking at handsome Don Draper, John Hamm in all of his Disney princely glory, you're like, <laughs> like it's not my type of dude, but John Hamm is just objectively a very attractive man. Right. I think we can all agree on that. Izzy's asleep, so is Bob the dog, so I just have you here, Bob. I think we can objectively agree <laughs> John Hamm is a very attractive man. So when you're going through all of the shitty stuff that Don Draper has done over the course of his life, it's like, yeah but he's dreamy you know so you almost need that step back to be like oh no no you're just you're just a, a shitty 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 person mm-hmm. well and I think this show this show does what good um, media should and that is to actually like talk about an issue and bring in and you know show you the reality of the world in a way that you can't see sort of a not a conversation but 
but it's a different perspective right, right. and i am very glad that they went such a different way from the norm because mm-hmm. it does it's yeah this is the way it actually is mm-hmm. well, and that's not to say that someday he he couldn't you know get over everything but he's an old he's an old horse he's right. very set in his ways and and that's not to say that people don't relapse on the way to getting to getting right with yourself right mm-hmm. shit happens you know it's just okay and Todd even mentions it at the end of the episode he's like because Bojack uh, uh, says you know I'm really worried about getting out of prison because the structure is good for me but when I'm out with them I'm just worried I'm just gonna uh, you know go right back into old habits and Todd's like okay well then you just get sober again and it's like okay but so you you can always try and uh, people do falter but it is about you know trying to get yourself back up and all right let's do better I think at the end of the day, it still comes back to, you know, who you are as a fundamental person. Right. right? No, for sure. And because not everybody does do better. A fundamentally good person who is trying to beat addiction. And I have someone in mind. uh, They're going they're going to get better. And um, they're going to want to actually beat the addiction a fundamentally shitty person who just maybe wants to beat the addiction because they just keep getting in trouble or something you know and that's a you know that's an important thing that i think we have to accept as a society is that there are shitty people yes i do think that's something that we kind of overlook not everyone necessarily is worth the 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 time and the effort and the personal hurt to yourself yeah it's going to take to oh yeah there we go it's going to take to you know quote unquote save someone right i know it's heavy chat izzy But, you know, it's like, you know, just, you know, get get over, um, you know, get over fame, get over importance. Um, well, I think that's one of the fundamental, like, blacks for him, right? It is, yeah. it's the fame. That's the, that's really the high that he's chasing. Yeah. And it's so fickle yeah. that it's like, it's never going to give you what you need Mm-hmm. Uh, to thrive as a person, and you even see it in the show. Every time he does step away, he he does get better, for lack of yeah, you know, better better anything. It's even when like he he is in New Mexico, and it's okay. Yeah, Penny, I'll take you to prom. That's cool, and it all seems you know, kind of innocent and whatever. But he gets like a little bit of like. I'll say popularity for lack of like or people kind of like looking up to him. Yeah. And he fucks it up like immediately. Mm-hmm. Not only with the the you know, letting the one chick get like crazy drunk and have to get her stomach pumped, but then with what almost happens later. Um you know, I think that 
the the problem here's part of the problem with Bojack in in the person or the show the the uh, the person um is it's not a well not not the hard thing but the the frustrating thing is it's a simple guy like it doesn't take a lot to crack Bojack no you know um he's a shitty guy who's an attention whore who gets away with everything end of story now I'm thinking back to Pacific Rim where Stacker comes up and he's like I he's figured you out on day one <laughs> See in the in the uh, uh, team Puma Knife brand, <laughs> we are obligated, and it's it, granted it is usually me that brings it up to bring up Pacific Rim at least once, at least since October of 2018 to bring it up at least once during our our conversation. But Bob I, decided to fill our quota I did, for this one. I did, I did, but you this know, felt like a though there is a Good Omens fanfic I almost referenced, but there wasn't any any Pacific Rim fic, I thought that would enhance uh, our yeah. discussion. Um, but I think thematically, I mean, I think at this point, I think we've said everything there is to say about Bojack. Like, because he is a simple character who is shitty, mm-hmm. and now that we've seen the whole series, you know, we have as much information as we're going to have about him. Right. Um, you know, I want to talk a little bit about the supporting cast and... You know, clearly, um, obviously, uh, Diane is... Well, and I just, I, I, I was just like, you really, you kind of go through the same journey that Diane goes through, right. right? Where it's, you first meet him, you're kind of into it, and I mean, I've had discussions with people where I'm like, you know, how do you think it's going to end? Do you think Diane and Bojack are going to get together? And ultimately, it's for the best that they don't, you know, Diane finds a guy who... A uh, good Chicago boy who uh, uh, who loves her and is very patient with her and very like yeah kind and you know willing to accommodate for what she needs accommodated for right and she's kind of like I never really felt like and you see it when she because she has a, a conversation with um, Mr. Peanut Butter yeah. this episode and you can see she still gets annoyed at those little like. The shit he does, but she's yeah. just like, you know, I don't have to deal with it anymore. You yeah. Know? Whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Book writers. <laughs> 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 it needs to be said that Paul F. Tompkins was perfect as Mr. Peanut Butter. Just flawless. Outstanding. <laughs> just wondrous from top oh, to bottom. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, Paul with this character I mean in general like um, you never really outside of this show you never see Paul be serious cause, not really it's not really you know that's he doesn't pull that ever in his, his stand up but he he was so effective at that at the the very few times throughout the series where Mr. Peanut Butter it has those serious. moments of clarity yeah, yeah. Um, and just you know the way he drops his voice and his cadence is perfect mm-hmm. um, and super effective and uh, you know, Mr. Peanut Butter throughout the show, I mean, he, he's kind of an idiot, right? <laughs> well, he's but, another guy who's just like, I'm I'm a famous person. I kind of skate through life. Yep. I don't really have to worry about anything. Yeah. Because it's always just going to fall into my lap and everything's just going to be fine and I don't really have to work at it. Right. You know? He does 
though it serves as a interesting juxtaposition from Bojack because where you know Mr. Peanut Butter does shitty shit too but he does seem to care more that's the dog okay oh yeah he does he does seem to uh care more about actual people uh, yes. yes and you know when he recognizes that he's able to step like when he recognizes what's happening with pickles and jojo he's able to say, right it takes go. him forever to get there but he gets there oh right. pickles i love the pickles <laughs> she was great she was delightful well and i think that's it's what it took right for because he's an old he's an old dude too yep and then he's dating. This Pickles was supposed to be what in her mid to late twenties ish, right. if that. And I think it's him kind of recognizing, oh, I I can't. Yeah. I have to. I I need to one be alone and kind of work on me, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know. So, oh, Mr. Peanut Butter. Mr. Peanut Butter. Um. Todd throughout the show has always been one of my favorites. Oh, Todd's delightful. Um, Good comic relief, but then it's also, he has his own, you know, kind of kind of growing into his own as he, he, he goes through it. Yeah. And, he, you know, he figures out who he is. And, you know. Also, you've got some uh, ace representation. That's not a thing that happens much in no. television or media. No. So that was that was pretty rad to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like you know Todd was really the first one on the show to say I'm done with BoJack or yeah. to step away. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with everyone else, they they hung in a much longer. Um, even if they had tried making some distance, they were just kind of always pulled back. Mm-hmm. And Todd for a couple seasons now has kind of been like, I'm off doing my own thing. Yeah. Well, I think it was at the end of, was it season three or season four? Because when the Penny stuff happens, it's season two, right? Isn't that far back? I think so. Wow. Um, yeah, because then Bojack comes back. <laughs> he gets him off of the ship with the, the, imp- the improv people. <laughs> and I think that's season two. We have phones. We should really look this shit up. Um, but then I want to say it's kind of that next season where um, um, Todd is like, yeah, I'm kind of done. Yeah. You know, and he just kind of. Steps away and decides, yeah, I'm going to kind of do my own thing. Because this is just, it's just not working. Right. Uh, Princess Carolyn. Her arc throughout the series was interesting. (laughs) Very rocky. Um, Well, and I think, like, not only, like, she says early in this half season, she loves... She also has love for Bojack, right? Because they were together for a very long time. Right. And she, what does she say? She doesn't want 
her great love to not have meant anything. Yeah. But I think she gets over that by the end of the, the season where it's just like, okay, you know, there's Bojack doing his thing. And then I've got Judah over here who like bends over backwards to like work with me and like make shit work and like build, you know, the business that we have together. And you can see a parallel there with Bojack because it's like Bojack always kind of fought against it and was very resentful of his fame. Right. Even though he desperately needs it. Whereas you see how she works with Judah and it just all works. It just all clicks and works really well. Yeah. You know, and ultimately they end up getting married at the end of the series. So, Mm -hmm. cause yeah, she's, it's, yeah. I think, you know, it's interesting because the, the, it's, it's not a happy ending for the series but it is really nice to see that you know some of these characters are able to move on right and to to have their individual happy endings i mean and uh, like yeah i mean you could say that they're yeah yeah individual happy endings sure cuz i would i would say this is a pretty happy ending for princess caroline well, and the way it is, it's it's like everyone has moved on with their lives and it's just you can't get stuck in these moments in time where it's full of resentment and anger and like, well, why why isn't it just falling into my lap? It's like, no, you have to actually like work at shit. Mm-hmm. And like things aren't just going to... You actually act if you actively do things to earn like a happy ending. Yeah, and not to say that shit don't go wrong sometimes because it definitely does. But it, it just and it's shitty because we we saw it at the end of I think it's season one where he kind of has that fantasy sequence where there is the, there's the cabin in in Vermont mm-hmm. where he's with um uh, I don't remember her name. The Olivia Wilde voiced uh, yeah, deer. I can't, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. The daughter is Penny. I can't remember her name. But um, where they're in the cabin and they end up having a daughter and you see them growing old and it's just this really quiet and peaceful and we find out later it really wasn't even an option. It's just something he likes to fantasize about. Right. So, But that, but- that was always... It could have been an option, and it's not to say that it wouldn't have been hard to get there, mm-hmm. and there wouldn't have been bumps along the road, but he actively chose to to stay his course. Yeah, I mean, happily ever after is a myth in general. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. You know, and so, but... Because um, this shit is hard. Yeah, but you can see, like, so I I guess what I would say is it's good to see endings where characters are on the right path, you know, and and, you could see, and have like, that thought of, like, when they hit the next bump. They've got it. They're going to be able to They've got it. a good support system. They're going to be okay. Right. Because it's never just smooth sailing. 
you know? It's like you're going to have shit. You're going to have to deal with shit. Do you have a good support system around you to help you deal with that shit? Right. Hopefully you do. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad that uh, Princess Carolyn decided to go and just make her own studio. Right? Yeah. Because fuck Turtle Top. Fuck Turtle Top. Well, and that's another, like, quietly sort of in the background of this show. It, it, it's, it would really show, especially with Gina and the, the director. I forget the director's name. The consequences that the women face yes. from dealing with Bojack. And he just keeps kind of skating through. Mm-hmm. And no, Gina gets told, oh, well, you're, you're, you're hard to work with. Right. She's hard to work with. You shouldn't have her on your movie. And um, he had the, the indie filmmaker who, you know, would make important movies. And it's like, okay, you stood your ground on that one scene you wanted in Secretariat. We want to go another way. Uh, yeah, you're fired. And you're just right. not going to get to direct ever again. But then she does, or anything big ever again. Though she does ultimately direct. Didn't they tap her to do like a female like superhero movie? Something like that, yeah. But they want uh, like what it has to be like kind of under this like very corporate guided. Like you don't get to be. It's like what they do with the Marvel movies. It's exactly like that. You get like a indie filmmaker that you really like, and it's like, oh, okay, you'll lend some cred to our movie, but we need you to do it exactly like this. So. Throughout, you know, this show really does a good job of highlighting uh, men who abuse power over women. Mm -hmm. That is almost the entire show. Um, And what what I appreciated about the end of this season and... uh, is throughout a lot of the show, they present situations that most pe- people are familiar with. You're familiar with, you know, the the soup, you know, the really high, the guy on the pedestal who you can't touch, mm-hmm. and that's infuriating. Mm-hmm. But how did the guy on the get to the pedestal? He was way down here at some point, and if you had gotten him down here. Before he got there, he wouldn't be there, right? You know, and that and that to me is kind of a lot of the a lot of the message here is like, you know, we don't you you as a you as a person uh, fundamental as upsetting as it is to see people really high in power who are just monsters. I'm not thinking of anyone in particular. You know, there really is nothing you can do. Well, Bob, you know, it's not that... Yeah, sure, it, he... he. Th- there was an impeachable offense, but that doesn't mean that you should impeach, impeach him. It doesn't mean you should remove him from power. I don't know. I don't know if we're talking about the same guy. No? No, okay. we might not be. Okay. I'm sorry, I stole that bit from, uh, from another podcast. Dave and Gareth, I love you. Um, <laughs> um, but... Like, uh, like, like, can we... Can, I don't want to call the Sackus, but I have literally almost driven my car off the road laughing so hard at the dollop. If you were not aware of the dollop, go listen to the dollop. It is yes. so fucking good. It's so good. Um, but, uh, you know, but th- th- that's the thing. Once, once they're at this point, like you have, it takes so much to bring somebody down. You know, look how hard it was to bring Cosby down. 
Like, and you still have people that are like, well, why would you do that to him? Why? Yeah. Look at Paterno. Like, it takes so much to bring somebody down. And and that was kids. That yeah. wasn't even women. That yeah. was kids. Yeah. Everybody likes kids. Nobody likes women. So, but that's the thing. People just, they turn their, their back. They say, well, you know, it's my friend. It's my brother. It's my, you It's know. the coach of my college football team. And they don't do anything. And, you know, this, what this shows is that the problem is not the problem is society like how many like when um diane was trying to take down the guy uh the hippo the hippo the cosby analog yeah um you know and she couldn't of course she can't she's not close enough to it well, right. And you the, know, she and can't get... She doesn't have the evidence. She, do, You know, that's all stuff... And even when she did, it didn't matter. Only... Really, the only way to stop this behavior is if is the people who are close to it well, say so, something. And society needs to... I and mean, do something it, it's not it. only the people who are close. I mean, look at the... Dark fucking discussion, Bob. Yeah. Look at the the fucker. What was the... That Brock, that piece of shit little fuck that... Oh. The swimmer. Where they're like, well, we don't want to ruin his life. You were raping a woman who was drunk behind some garbage cans, but we'll only give you six months. We don't want to ruin your Rock life Turner. or anything. There it is. Fuck that kid. Yep. Like, are you are you serious? Like, mm. no, it's it's not. I will agree with you that the people around you need to be, you need to speak up and you need to say something. You need to hold people accountable. But society at large is also very very forgiving of certain stuff. They Especially are. when the the offender is of a certain skin color and of a certain gender. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and you get beaten don't down. Get, you get beaten down after a while. Don't get me wrong. Like so there are definitely societal things that that need to change. But I do. I would argue that. I think your point stands. Though. You know. Yeah. It's got to start somewhere. Somewhere. You know. You just. I mean, that's a, that's the whole thing with uh, you do, society changes at a glacial pace. Yes. And I think that's frustrating for people of our generation because we've come into this treasure trove of information with the internet, and it's so transparent now. Um, when the information is correct, yes, and it gets out, you mm-hmm. know, and you get the video of, um, you know, a cop shooting a dumb-armed black guy, right? Like, um, well, the cop was scared though, Bob. So, um, you know, so it's hard for us to to accept that. But, that this changes but while technology has changed people haven't and it's so it it still you still got to change things fundamentally at a lower level Um, well and then it it slowly it creeps up right and that's it's actually uh, you know one of the things that um the gay community did right is um you know they they moved throughout the country, you know, because people, uh, not that they moved throughout the country, there were gay people everywhere, um, but they... And sl- there always has been. They're slowly... Since the beginning of time. Slowly over time, they become, they, they, they've worked their way into the culture of their areas. They talk about this in BoJack, too, how, like, yeah. it, it was a couple seasons ago where it was, like, if stuff is in the media... Mm-hmm. It becomes normal. Like, yeah. oh, your fucking bigoted, horrible, like, aunt from, like, mm-hmm. Bumblefuck wherever sees Ellen dancing on TV. And it's like, 
Yeah. Oh, oh well, she's not so bad. Yeah. Now it's just, it's part of the culture, and and unfortunately, it can take a really long time for that to happen, mm-hmm. and that's not right. Um, There's a lot of stuff that happens that isn't right. Right. But the whole I think one of the other things that you can take away from this, um, is one you can't do it on your own necessarily, and um, you, you do need other people to like step in and help, you know, in in that regard, yeah. and not to lose hope. I think it's something that I've been struggling with, uh, you know, just in regards to current events, and I don't want to derail our discussion, but. You, you can't lose hope in that sort of thing. And there's nothing wrong with maybe stepping back and, you know, exercising some self-care, which you do see Diane do, because it, 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 you can't do it all on your own. And you, you saw kind of the, the... how much pressure she put on herself to make, you know, to make certain stuff work. And it's just like, no, you do have to step back take some care for yourself make sure you're right before you can really and you need a good support system we saw it with yeah. mr peanut butter when he was running for governor and she was trying to take down the i forget the guy it's harry something i don't sure. remember what is the hippo's name was but mr peanut butter's on the same network as him and he's like you know diane i really you, you do need to stop doing this you can't so you know you don't have any support from your spouse and it's just like mm-hmm <laughs> So she needed to get to a better place as well, which yeah. I'm glad that she did. Mm-hmm. And that she got fat. A little fat Diane. Fat I, and happy, Bob. Mm-hmm. Fat and happy. I, th- I think there's just a, a lot of the message like, like you've just been describing is you got to take care of yourself. I mean, you... You do. You as much, do. As much as you can be f- frustrated by you know, the bigger things going on. Well, I mean, just look at our last six months. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I do still try and pay attention to the news, but we've had a lot of shit going on and we've had to take a step back. Yeah. <laughs> I have been looking the last couple of days and it's just like, oh, that's why I don't like really pay attention anymore. There's that, that familiar anxiety and rage. Yeah. And I've got plenty of thoughts on that, but not that's for that's this. a that's a subtle interference conversation. <laughs> that's not a now conversation. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah, I this is I I can't think of anyone who I I wouldn't recommend this show to. Um, uh, I, I might like we said towards the beginning. Um. I might say, hey, if you're not in the right headspace right now, maybe wait. But I, I think it is. It, it either you'll watch it, you'll get it, and agree with it, and you know, or you'll, or you should watch it because maybe you should get the message. <laughs> um, and it's you know, it's just very well acted. It, you know the being animated they have opportunity throughout the series to do some really neat things um, like the underwater episode the underwater fantastic. episode when they do change animation styles which they did start to experiment with that a little bit more in the later seasons they use it to great effect stupid piece of shit stupid piece of shit comes to mind immediately yeah um 
even that episode this season, I don't remember the name of it, where um, Diane's trying to write her her uh, book of essays, yep. and they show the scratchy sort of pencil style animation yeah. to really get across where she's at in her head when she's writing the book, I think is very effective. And it just goes to show that animation is not just, it, it's not a throwaway. You can really do some really, not only visually impressive stuff, but you can further your story right. uh, with it as well. Yeah. And give some better insight to the characters and, you know, get it across without having, having to, you're using the language of, of cinema and anim- and the, the language of the art form. Yeah. I to mean, kind of get it across. Th- this show really checks all the boxes. The, the acting is great. The technical is great. Mm-hmm. The writing is great. The direction is great. It, it's another just, it, it goes to show you that uh, you shouldn't pay any attention to awards. No. This show will never get be recognized for anything, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate. I don't know if it's ever been nominated for anything. I have, I'm not sure, but this is a show that it's a it's a hidden hidden gem. I would almost argue that you you do definitely need to watch, yeah. but you do need to be in the, in the right headspace for it because yeah. it, like I said, it does go it goes dark, and it, there's nothing wrong with giving yourself a break. In between, yeah, shouldn't watch it at the breakneck pace that uh, Bob watched The Expanse in the last. <laughs> you know, was it eight days to get through four seasons? It was closer to three weeks. I mean, I really wanted to see Burn Gorman's cheekbones too, Bob. The man has a beautiful face, so I I can respect you wanting to get to season four. He's an attractive person. He's not John uh, Hamm attractive, but he's attractive. I mean, he's not an ugly guy, but I don't know. Oh, those cheekbones, Bob. How about the features? He's well put together. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, Levity! It's a shame that shows like this won't, don't, uh, are kind of a little more relegated to the back. Which is, f- it's it's kind of, I mean, whatever. I don't if, need stuff to be recognized. No. I, I was appreciative that it got, it got the ending. You know? Yeah. That it was able to, to finish up. Because I know there was some... Uh, what's the other show? Was it Tuca and Birdie that the same group um, well, by the you same can't people? Use union work. No, you can't be unionized, or else you'll get canceled. Um, and there was some rumor that that's part of why BoJack got this was the end. Like they could have gone longer, but though I think we we had the conversation. It was either at the end of season four. I want to say I think it was season four. Where it's like, yeah, that's the season he ends on the phone with Hollyhock. Where it's, you could feel it was coming to a close. Yeah, I think, you know? I I think if there's any truth behind that, um, there's probably a little. There probably is, but you know, if if they had if workers they, having power is bad, Bob. If they had oh. went another season, um, I think it would have kind of just dragged it it's out. It's diminishing they w- returns. They would have had to come up with a ridiculous scenario that would have just set up this season. So Right, right. And it, you get into a lost problem then where it's right. oh fuck, we have to we have to stall for time. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have to watch like some bad episodes if we redo Lost, Bob. Yes, we are. Though then you get 
to the glory that is the constant in what is that season four or season five that's a great episode of television yes i will broker no argument so any other thoughts on bojack horseman um in my team photo for probably best series that i've ever watched um and I think we need more sort of unflinching, realistic depictions of, you know, the the, the addictions and, and anxiety and depression. Because depression, especially in media, is very just like, oh, well, you're sad. Like, that's not what depression is at right. all. Like, it's so much more than that. And it's like, if, if you don't, you do know someone who is depressed, but you just don't get it. Yeah. Because it's not just, oh, I'm sad. It's this... It's 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 like being stuck in tar. Mm-hmm. You know? And it's not just something you could just be like, oh, well, smile and go out and feel better. And that's just not how you deal with... It's it's a lot more than just, I'm... Oh, that person's sad. They're depressed. No, fuck you. You, you don't understand. You know that it, interesting. They needed to do it in this show uh, for the sake of actually being able to move the plot forward. Um, but I, I was a little annoyed at how much they they turned Diane around just because she started taking her pills again. Um, right, and I think that was just. I don't think they had much choice. They probably. It, it was would kind have been of hard to to do more shorthanded. Yeah, right. Because it isn't a lot of times. It's uh, you have to kind of dial in what you're taking. Yeah. It's not just oh yeah, I started taking. Well, and it, everything's cool. Yeah, I mean that's just not how they work. No, because you know for a lot of people, antidepressants level you out, and your level may be still at kind of a, at a low point, and that's from that's the point where you work yourself up. And, um, you know, they kind of hit that a little bit, but, um, but, you know, that's a very minor quibble, mm-hmm. you know, they could have not done that at all. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, I think the last thing I want to talk about before we wrap this up is just, you know, the nature of, you know, like you said, you want to see more shows like this that tackle, um, not just depression, but a lot of the things that came up in the show. Um, and I'm right now is such a good time for it because there's so much competition in the media space, Mm -hmm. um, that media companies may, they may, you know, your Netflixes, your Hulus, they may continue to take chances on stuff like this. One, One would hope. My worry is that, um, you know, we're in a big expansion right now. We'll see a contraction, and then it'll all be I rainbows th- and unicorns again. Yeah. Well, and to an extent, I mean, you all there always will be rainbows and unicorns. That's just. And that's I mean, fine. it's not. It's not bad that that's there. It just you don't want. You every- want a variety, and I do think that with the way the movie scape is looking now, what with the mouse slowly devouring everything it can get its its fangs into that you do have to look to not that Netflix and Hulu and certainly not Amazon are small 
but that's where you're going to kind of find the chances being taken on it's not stuff that's going to get to the theaters necessarily or beyond and we don't watch network tv anymore so i couldn't even tell you what's on there but this is where you're going to see more of the kind of experimentation yeah and it's it's you know they're as long as shows do stuff like this i'll definitely watch and we've talked about this before where it's you know tv really is the medium i'm more interested in than movies lately um, well and to to uh, uh sheila it you know because sheila's always been more television than movies because yeah. you get more characterization with tv you get yep. more time to develop everything and mm-hmm. if you don't have a a director that you can trust with being able to tell you know or have good characterization if you don't have Guillermo or somebody of Guillermo's level directing your movie you're just not going to get that and that's fine yeah that's fine you don't always want that Bob just told me that John Cena is in the next Fast and Furious movie as Dom's evil brother so sometimes you just want the popcorn I, I will say it's just, you know, I think about, like, the difference between prestige TV and prestige cinema. Mm-hmm. And most anything that, w- you know, that would fall into the prestige cinema category, I'm not going to have a huge amount of interest in because I would rather see those stories be able to be expanded upon. Well, and, and a lot of what is breathe. prestige cinema anymore is just, like... And I say prestige in, in quotation marks. I mean, we could just call it Oscar bait. Right. It's not anything <laughs> I have any interest in. You know, I want... It, I, the, fuck the Academy. Yeah. I mean, it's... You know, I want... from my, There's definitely uh, still a place for cinema and... Um, oh, I still love movies. Yeah. Let's not... Let's not get that twisted. I mean, Commando still exists. Pacific Rim still exists. Fury Road is a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? But I do think it, you know, it does change the conversation about what movies should be. Mm-hmm. Um, you have Martin Scorsese here making, you know, a three-hour movie. I still have to watch The Irishman. Uh, for Netflix. And, you know, one that's just too long for a fucking movie. <laughs> though, I, I would say, though... If you're watching it at home, you can pause it when you want. You can get up. You can go to the bathroom. You yeah. can you can control your viewing experience. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind going and watching a trial. Th- I'll watch a three three and a half hour movie in the movie theater, as long as you keep me engaged and interested. To get an intermission. <laughs> I you know I mean in, in terms of timelines. Yeah, if the movie's good, you're not going to notice it's that long. That's a thing. But you get very forgiving if the movie is good. Yeah. Um, but I think I think you know it, they're really. I think there's good reason for there to be a shift of between what goes into cinema and what is more television, and then to, more to the point at the beginning of this podcast was like what what is even Netflix it's you know and what are we going to continue to call that television or 
Um, we going to come up with new, are we going to come up with a new name for it? Well, it's almost like, you know, people used to say, I'm going to wait until it goes to uh, Blockbuster. Or I'm going to wait till it comes right. out on tape to watch it. And now you hear a lot of people say, uh, it's not straight to DVD anymore. It's straight to streaming. Or yeah. oh, I'm going to wait until it comes out on VOD. Because the language is slowly changing because the landscape has changed so much. But yeah. But no, definitely watch BoJack Horseman. Horseman. BoJack Horseman. Watch BoJack Horseman. It's an amazing show. Be in the right like mental place for it though, cause it it'll take you there. Right, Izzy? Yeah. Aw, sweet girl. We should probably go pick. We should probably up. go like yeah, attend to our daughter. So thank you guys. Um, we're gonna kind of uh parlay this this conversation I think into a dedicated channel for television discussion Bob for some reason wants to rewatch Lost he wants to relive all that pain and suffering we have to go back Kate I will say that that and we could talk about it more if we do end up doing a podcast but that was one of the first like television episodes that I actively like had spoiled for me because spoilers were flying everywhere online about that. That was like people, somebody like had a inside scoop about what was happening. Uh-huh. And it was like a revelation that what they said actually happened in the finale. But uh, so go check out uh, teampumanife.com. You find our battery of other podcasts there. Hopefully we figure out a name for whatever the fuck this is going to be. Uh, we'll set up the channel and we'll uh, alert you guys. Uh, you can follow us uh, at Team Puma Knife on Twitter, which we're trying to be a little bit more active on. Uh, but the website is usually the best place uh, and uh, follow the feeds. So uh, thank you, as always. We appreciate it. We know that was kind of a heavy discussion, but I thought it was a good one. So uh, uh, thank you for joining us, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production.